Welcome everyone to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Now that song that you just heard as I was introing onto the podcast is called Exclusive. It's by a artist out there on the West Coast named Matty Fees. He is an artist well known on the West Coast or he's getting his name out there. And I guess his music is just bleeding over into the East Coast or bleeding over this way. Um, but I like what I hear. So if you are available to download his music, I would suggest you do that. Now, I have met this guy personally. I, I like the guy. He's absolutely hilarious. I met him at a wedding a couple years ago at a friend's wedding. And he's just a good, genuine guy. He's funny. Um, he's down to earth. And I had no idea he was this talented until my friend called me up and said, you need to listen to my cousin's music. And I got on YouTube, typed in... Uh, Matty Fees, because that's his stage name. His real name is Matt Borders. But Matty Fees is his stage name, Matty, M-A-T-T-Y, Fees, F-E-E, with a dollar sign for the S in his song Exclusive. Now, I just typed it into YouTube, found it, liked it. It's pretty It's pretty good. Listen, listen at it. This guy's from Ohio originally, and now he lives in... Cali with his family out there. So all of the love goes out to him and uh, all the luck in the world too. Because I really think that he can really, you know, do something with his music. And I rarely say that about people because a lot of the times when people say, oh, you need to listen to so-and-so, you need to listen to so-and-so, I go and listen to so-and-so, and they are terrible. But a lot has been going on since I last talked to you on the podcast. Now, I am doing this podcast alone. Now, you guys do know sometimes I do podcasts by myself. I don't have my co-host Nelly with me, uh, nor do I have uh, any friend come on the show and do the show with me like Josh, who we will be doing an in-studio podcast uh, in the next day or two to discuss the NBA uh, uh, second round. So look forward to that podcast. But yeah, it's just me. But I think I can handle this podcast by myself. I mean, we've made it three years and I've done most of the episodes. Actually, I've done every episode. <laughs> I have been in every episode. Now, I did do a list of everybody who has been in Off the Cuff. And I wrote down the number of times they've appeared on the show and I read it off on the 100th episode, and you would be surprised of how less people have been on the show. I mean, I've been on all 114, 115, however many we've done, and Nellie's been on like 68, 69, 70 shows. Josh has been on like 15, but yeah, I've done all 100, so I think I can handle this one by myself. Lots been going on in the entertainment world, folks, and I only want to talk about what you might find a little interesting that's been going on out there. Take a listen at this. You know, Michael Strahan, that's who you just heard on there. He was the co-host of Live with Kelly and Michael uh, that came on every morning at 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. It was a popular show, 
And it's not like it was a show that was falling apart. It wasn't a show that was down in the ratings. But Michael Strahan decided to leave. He decided to leave uh, the successful show that has his name in the title and go to a completely new show, Good Morning America. Now, Good Morning America, I think that's an ABC show. And Michael Strahan works for CBS, which is a uh, different company. But Michael went on to say that it's the same under the same family. I don't really know who owns uh, CBS. I thought that Disney owned ABC. Maybe they own CBS too. I'm not sure. But yeah, Michael Strahan left the show. And I don't think it was a good decision. I think that Michael Strahan hit his peak at Live with Kelly and Michael. I think it was a terrible decision. Why would you leave a show where you have job security, where your show's doing excellent in the ratings, you're sitting beside a beautiful woman every single day, a woman who has name recognition, a woman who helped make your career. Michael Strahan, nobody knew who he was before he got to live with Kelly and Michael on the on the level that they did. Yes, sure. Michael Strahan, he was a very successful football player in the NFL, but was he worldly known? Did the whole world know who he was? No. Not like they did when he got to live with Kelly and Michael because everybody knows people who are on TV, especially on TV every day. You might not watch the show, but you know they're on TV. But he left the show. He was getting comfortable in his role as being a co-host to Kelly Ripa. He had been there four years, and he left the show. And it makes me ponder, what was that like to work on that show? Was it that terrible that he walked away from it all? Kelly Ripa, I've heard, is very difficult to work with. I heard that she is a diva. I heard that she is very demanding. She's very, uh, she's almost too comfortable with being there, which I, I can understand. She's She's been there for over 15 years. She is now in control of the show. She put her time in with Regis, and when Regis left, it's like she became the next in line to be the CEO of the show. So apparently her co-host is going to be the second person that they call in the title. It's live with Kelly and whoever. So Michael Strahan, it's not like he left for uh, a job down at the bank or a job down at the um, uh, Piggly Wiggly. He actually left for another national television show, Good Morning America. But I don't think he's going to be as popular and be as successful and be as known there than he was at live. It's just not going to work out for him. I Totally predict 100% that Michael Strahan will fall on his face as a talk show host. I think he'll work at Good Morning America for a couple years, but he's not going to reach that pinnacle he could have reached by staying with Live. I think that Michael, if he would have left Live and went to ESPN and maybe took over a show on ESPN, that I could understand. I could see Michael Strahan going to ESPN or going to Fox Sports and being a commentator or being a talk show host for a sports show, but not leaving a show that the format really suits his personality and 
it's already a show that's successful. He leaves that for another show. You know, I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but, yeah, so he, he is gone. So Kelly has already rebranded the show. It is now live with Kelly. Everything is live with Kelly. The title, all social media pages, Twitter, Facebook, everything is live with Kelly. And she had Jimmy Kimmel as her co-host, uh, as her first co-host since the absence of Michael Strahan's. That's good chemistry between Kelly Ripa and Jimmy Kimmel. I think that they were great to get together. Jimmy Kimmel would be an excellent replacement, and I think he would fit in really well in the morning uh, format. He's just such a funny guy, and he does really well with hosting, and he does really well with uh, conversing back and forth with uh, someone else. Uh, he's, he's good at dialogue. But I don't think he's going to leave the late-night format. He's successful in the late-night format. People watch him in the late-night format. He hosts Jimmy Kimmel Live, which is you know, the live version of Live with Kelly and Michael. Because it's live in the morning, live at night. Jimmy Kimmel, I think, is pretty comfortable. But as far as the fill-in guest host, I liked what I saw. And I would like to see somebody like Jimmy Kimmel in that role. I wouldn't mind seeing Jimmy Kimmel in that role as a morning talk show host. I think that it could really boost his name as a television host, as a national television host. Think about it. Hear me out. Late night television, it's a great format. It's a great to be a part of that family when you're good, and he is good. But I wouldn't mind him going over to Kelly and Michael, or I'm sorry, to Live with Kelly. It is no longer Live with Kelly and Michael, but I would like to see him go over there to Live with Kelly and be a talk show host with Kelly and turn into Live with Kelly and Jimmy because those, because I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel really at night. I watch Conan, I watch Fallon. But I don't really watch Kimmel. I usually just watch Kimmel's YouTube videos. So I think that a lot of people kind of already have handpicked who they watch late at night on television. You're either a letter, you're either a Jimmy Fallon man, or you're a Jimmy Kimmel fan, or you are a gosh, I can't even think of the guy from CBS, Stephen Colbert. You can tell who I watch, but yeah, or you're either a Stephen Colbert fan. If Jimmy leaves the late-night format and he goes to the morning time slot, I think that Jimmy would pick up immediately more than half of what he already has watching him. He would double his audience, and I think that he could bring his loyal fan base. Kelly already has a loyal fan base, and it would just be great altogether. But I don't look for it to happen. Who do I see replacing Michael Strahan? I don't know, but they need to make this decision, and they need to hurry up and make it fast because live with Kelly and it just being branded as another woman with a talk show in the morning is terrible. I do not like it. They need to change it. They need to hurry up. I don't like the inconsistency of having different talk show hosts on there. We need to start – we need to go ahead and hire somebody 
so that people can get used to them and build a relationship uh, with watching them. So they, they need to do that quick. I've heard a few names out there. Ryan Seacrest. I've heard Mario Lopez. I've heard Anderson Cooper. I've heard Neil Patrick Harris. You know, you got to think, if somebody with an ego like Ryan Seacrest or somebody like Mario Lopez, are they really going to play backseat to Kelly? I mean, really, could you see Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest, the host of American Idol, probably one of the most recognizable faces in the world. Could you see him taking a backseat to Kelly Ripa live with Kelly and Ryan? No. But if Kelly was to negotiate something to where if it sounded better for it to be live with Ryan and Kelly, that she would let the network do that. You need to put your ego aside, Kelly Ripa. I know it's your show. But what about making it 50-50 again? What if would you sacrifice your ego for the success and the ratings of your show? I don't think she would. So I don't think that Kelly is going to be able to score a big name like Ryan Seacrest. I just don't think it's going to happen. Plus Ryan has his morning radio show. I don't see how he could do both. I don't look for Ryan to give up his radio uh show for nothing. But who knows. But anyway, as far as the entertainment goes, that's kind of the most popular trending thing going on right now. I'm over the transgender thing. I'm so over that. I uh, wish everybody would just stop with it. But it is still pretty prevalent in the world. Supporters of the House bill, uh, they're definitely still trying to work on whether or not Public restrooms should all be switched to gender-neutral restrooms where transgenders can go into bathrooms, where a transgender man can go into a man's bathroom, and a transgender woman can go into a woman's bathroom. Now, personally, my personal opinion on transgenders – now, this is just me – I think that a transgender – I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what's going on in their mind. And I really I feel for, I feel for them in so many ways because I know that what they're going through can't be easy. The confusion is probably out of this world. I mean, imagine being born in a man's body and you really feel it, feel it in your soul that you are a woman. I can't imagine what that feels like. And I'm sure that whatever you're feeling is very genuine and true to you, to you. I'm not saying that you have made up those feelings or you have crea- created those feelings yourself because there are too many people out there that are like you. And it's not just a coincidence that everybody has those same feelings. There's something to that. I don't know, but there is. But we have to draw a line on what is female and what is male. And you, you're going to have to listen to what I'm saying without getting so hypersensitive on me. A male has a penis and a female has a vagina. That is what a male is. That is what a female is. That's what we determine male and female. That's what I think should determine what male and female is. That's in my opinion. Now, I think that's biology. I think that's what science, that's what society cons- considers a male or a female. What parts are on your body? 
if you want to trans, uh, transition into, let's say you are born a man, but you feel like you are a woman, like Bruce Jenner. He was born Bruce Jenner, but all of his life he thought he was a woman. So he trans, transitioned into being Caitlyn Jenner. I don't think his transition is 100% complete until he has the full surgery. And that is, if you are a man and you want to be a woman, you need to cut your penis off and get a vagina. And if you are a woman, you need to have a penis inserted on your body to make yourself whatever gender you claim to be. And until then, you haven't 100% transitioned. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with what I said because people are going to look at me and say, how dare you say that? How dare you say that our body types is what classifies us as a gender? Well, what else is going to classify us as a gender? I mean, if that was the case, that means every day I could change what I am. Today I'm a man. Tomorrow I'm a woman. Tomorrow, the next day I'm a man. And then the next day I'm a woman. And then the next day I'm a man. It's, it, would, you, it makes no sense. There is no logic. There has to be a defining factor that defines what is a man and what is a woman. People get so hypersensitive in this country when you throw any type of conservative views towards them. They think that everything should be so liberal. Everything needs to be so swept under the rug. Everything needs to be, we need to let people just have free will and do whatever they want. Yes, this is America. This is freedom. But come on, we're talking about gender, how we classify ourselves in society. We, there has to be something that defines what we are. I am not fighting on you to not to not transition into who you want to be. I'm for that. I respect your decision on that and I will stand behind you on your decision on that as a transit as a transgender. But you have to do the whole transition process. You cannot halfway do it. And that is my thing on the on the transgender thing. And I think it's just gotten so blown out of proportion. People are afraid now that a lot of places are letting transgender people walk into the bathroom that they see fit. People fear that child molesters and people fear that child predators and disgusting perverts are going to walk into the bathroom and look at whoever... Taking a leak. Now, who wants to watch somebody take a leak? I mean, seriously, who wants to go in there and watch somebody pee or watch somebody take a dump? Whatever you are getting off on, that is one thing that you just do not need to, to I don't know. I mean, everybody has their thing that, that, that makes them whatever, whatever. But it is, I don't know how I feel about it. I think, actually, I made that up. I do know how I feel about it. <clears throat> I do not think that you should be able to walk into that bathroom until you have the full surgery. Now, I don't know how you can ever prove that you've had the surgery. So, but that, I, but anybody can say, nobody knows that I'm a man truly until they have seen my private parts. So, really... 
it is such a confusing topic because to make it socially acceptable, the more you look like the gender that you claim to be, the better off you're going to be. Because nobody is going to question if you have a penis, if you have a vagina, if you look like the gender you are claiming to be. So try your best to look like the gender that you want to be to make it acceptable for society because society is not letting this go lightly. But I think the perverts and the child molesters, are nothing's going to stop them from doing what they want to do. They are sick people, they have sick minds, and they have sick, sick obsessions, and they're not going to rest until they fulfill those. This just gives them an easier outlet to get in there, which is bad. And I don't agree with the transgender bathrooms. But I can accept it. I mean, I'll get over it. I am over it. Let's move on. Let's talk about something else. But I had to give my opinion. The presidential race is still underway. And ladies and gentlemen, in Kentucky, the presidential primary is tomorrow. Not for the Republicans because Rand Paul made Kentucky participate in a Republican caucus due to his presidential run and his Senate run. He's also running for senator, so you can vote for him or Mayor Jim Gray tomorrow for the U.S. Senate, or you can vote for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton for the Democratic nominee for the President of the United States. I think Hillary's going to win that. I think she'll win it by a landslide. Donald Trump, we already know he's won the Republican nomination. He's been in the news. A 1991 interview has surfaced on the web of Trump pretending to be a spokesman I'm sorry, I guess they're assuming Trump is pretending to be a spokesman representing Donald Trump. So he essentially, the public is saying that he has essentially created a man named John Miller. He's made him up and he's pretending to be a publicist that works for Donald Trump himself. And he calls the Washington Post and claims to be this publicist named John Miller for Donald Trump and or not the Washington Post it's People magazine and he's talking about uh, Trump's first divorce his romance with Francis future first lady and his messy breakup with Marla Maples uh, take a listen to the audio clip that we have here You know, my thing about the whole Donald Trump and and this audio clip I mean, listen at it. it. It does sound a lot like Donald Trump, but my whole thing about it is bring forth John Miller. That's how you solve it. Who is John Miller? If he really exists, contact him. Find him. Bring him up. Trump obviously denies it's not him. But here's the problem. Who cares? I don't care. That's the problem with a lot of American voters. If you let this stop you from voting for Donald Trump, shame on you. 
This has nothing to do with anything that is affecting our country. Our country has a crumbling economy. Our country is dealing with social issues every single day. Our country has to deal with issues on war, on foreign policy. Who cares if Donald Trump disguised himself as a PR publicist back in 1991? Over 25 years ago. Who cares? But they will pull up anything on anybody to try to make a story out of it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. I'm Adam Banks. This has been Off the Cuff. We're going to close you out with more Matty Fees in his song Exclusive. And it was awesome listening to him. You need to go follow his YouTube page at Matty Fees Music. And don't forget to put the dollar sign for your S. But ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm Adam Banks. We'll see you in the next episode. Party like cartels and exile. I love this one.